Hey guys, welcome to Carol's Coffee House, a place where Catholic singles in their 20s and 30s can grow in community and deepen their spiritual life. I'm Maura. I'm Sarah. Grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea and let's get started. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Coffee House. Maura here. Sarah is actually out sick today. So we were already going to have Peter as a guest and we also have Brisa Joe as a guest. So... <laughs> uh, Joe is, we, we talked about it, and Joe is going to be our stand in for Sarah. Um, <laughs> he is closer in height, in hair color, <laughs> in wisdom. <laughs> just just all, all the important features. Um, so, but I, I'm glad to be here on the side. Um, <laughs> Even though Peter is closer in hair length. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I did have that one. <laughs> yes. Qualifications to be substitute Sarah. That's right. Sarah, how we doing? Um, do you feel like you are present in this podcast today? <laughs> oh. She will be the editor, won't she? She will be. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Huh? We love you. <laughs> Thank you for editing this episode of the podcast. Uh-huh. If my voice doesn't make it... In- uh, make it into the podcast. I understand and uh, uh, support you in all of your decisions. Um, you do you, okay? All right, good, good. I, I believe in you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Peter got to this undisclosed location on Monday. So we've had a great time with him. Yeah, I've been staying with Joe since Monday, and it's been a lovely experience we've just been chatting he's been trying to study in the evenings and i've been trying to work on my own projects in the evenings but we end up distracting each other in in the most delightful ways Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. no it's yeah exactly it's been very delightful joe has replaced his girlfriend well (laughs) only in the intellectual sense we talk about books we talk about faith Mm -hmm. mora hasn't been allowed to visit because joe has been focusing on studying but I can visit. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, sense. I'm actually very good at visiting Joe and letting him study. <laughs> I was just not here for one day because I did not want me talking to Peter to be distracting. And it turns out that Peter just distracted Joe on his own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm it's, it's because one stray comment, can, like once words get out of your mouth, they become intelligent, and then they start a conversation, and you're, and you're no longer in control. We've talked about this. Well, not on the podcast, but Peter and I were talking about it. It, It's a lot like, oh, shoot, what's the line... Tolkien wrote something about was it Bilbo who said or was it Gandalf who said I believe the (laughs) essence of it is watch where you're going Frodo because if you don't keep your feet you don't know where you'll be swept off to (laughs) something to that effect yeah Mm -hmm. that sounds about right Ah, and Joe's about to do some barista Joe things and put some more hot water on for me to refill my tea well how delightful Yes. thank you barista Joe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so peter how has your week been my week has been great uh i've just been hanging out at joe's place and coding things and that's just been nice it's been relaxing i uh, have had some good breakthroughs in my code things that had felt stressful and i wasn't sure how i was gonna figure them out and we found the light at the end of the tunnel yay it feels good ah. <laughs> that's awesome um, yeah yeah it's been it's been a really delightful week relaxed and enjoyable and productive it's been very very good nice how 
was your week been? My week has been, well, I had three hours of sleep on Wednesday morning. (laughs) (laughs) So I was planning to come over and visit you and Joe after spiritual direction and grab some ice cream that I had in Joe's freezer. But because I was on three hours of sleep, I did not travel for spiritual direction. I did it on Zoom instead because... You should not be driving at night if you're still on three hours of sleep, I think. I'm just like, this is just a bad idea. So, but things have been slow at work. There have been a couple, slow Mm -hmm. in the sense of my hours of productivity, but I did work very hard on some tough things. (laughs) And then um, at the end of the week, and I did bring um, the tough things to my boss and fantastic support. I highly recommend having a wonderfully supportive and kind boss. I, you can't control that, but I do recommend having that. Yeah, yeah. Good boss makes a big difference. Yeah. And then at the, on Friday, she emailed me, or I am me, to say, you worked really hard this week. If you, get, if you can get out of here early, do it. <laughs> That's fantastic. And also, please pray for my the repose of the soul of my great aunt, um, Sister Mary Bride. She died two days ago and from COVID at the age of 90. And she was in a nursing home for nuns. So just pray for our family. I'm not able to be at the funeral, but I found out that my entire family will be attending. And I did not realize that was going to happen. So now I just feel kind of funky that I can't be there. But that's just how things are. And... Joe, how's your week been? Oh, it's been pretty quiet work-wise. Just mm-hmm. a, a rare week when I have very little work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So uh, I took a good amount of time to help clean up things around the office. Mm-hmm. Just just had a little bit more time to socialize with my coworkers. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I'll get into it a little bit more with the rest of the episode <laughs> right because i have some stories i'd like to share about this week specifically and then oh. right. work in general once we get into the, the body right of the episode. Right. coming up right after this break <laughs> <laughs> and now is a great time for our espresso shot which oh. is being read by joe because he has a good voice and it is the same Thank joseph you. the worker prayer mm. St. Joseph, by the work of your hands and the sweat of your brow, you supported Jesus and Mary and had the Son of God as your fellow worker. Teach us to work as you did, with patience and perseverance, for God and for those whom God has given us to support. Teach us to see in our fellow workers the Christ who desires to be in them, that we may always be charitable and forbearing towards all. Grant us to look upon work with the eyes of faith, so that we shall recognize in it our share in God's own creative activity and in Christ's work of our redemption, and so take pride in it. When it is pleasant and productive, remind us to give thanks to God for it, and when it is burdensome, teach us to offer it to God in reparation for our sins and the sins of the world. Amen. 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 Yeah, so uh, this week we're going to talk about careers. Yeah. yeah, and Joe found this prayer in recent years. Mm-hmm. So, so this this espresso shot, the prayer to Saint Joseph the Worker, mm-hmm. encountered it several years ago, and um, d- 
decided to get into the habit of starting every workday with it, and it has been immensely helpful to me to center my day and just to put things in perspective, mm-hmm. you know. And it's something that you and I have prayed together when we've prayed for each other's work days and mm. work weeks. Hmm. Yeah. Super wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot in there in the prayer. Yeah. Um, it's very juicy, as Peter previously mm. said. <laughs> yeah. Right in the first paragraph or stanza yeah. or at the beginning there, looking at Joseph as someone who had the son of God as his fellow worker, that's just a profound image, like working yeah. side by side with, with Jesus. I'm, I'm just kind of sitting with that for a moment and, you know, thinking about how, how would that affect somebody's work day to be working directly with God? And I, I don't know. I mean, uh, we don't know much about St. Joseph's communication style. But in any working relationship, there's always, like, communication gaps from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just wondering, like, how those sorts of things would be resolved between God and Joe. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, there's just, there's just all sorts of questions that come up. Uh, and also, like, how, how, I don't know, just, just what would that be like? That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It gets a little bit scarier when when we start to apply it to our own lives because you know I mean we are called to see God in our brothers and sisters in this world and I feel like being aware of that as we're working with people who we may have a disagreement with from time to time like that's that's really where where life gets challenging from time to time you know uh, which is what makes life exciting <laughs> <laughs> it's a feature uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. while we were uh, just brainstorming ideas for the episode like i had a couple things come up in my head examples of interactions with coworkers. Mm-hmm. this prayer to some extent covers primarily in in the phrase Teach me to see in my coworkers the Christ who desires to be in them, because uh, I have one coworker who at times frustrates me because he likes to do things a certain way, and I don't care for his approach to certain projects. And at other times, he's just been very supportive of me. Just uh, last week, he gave me a shout out in in front of our entire uh, department, letting them know. It's like, hey, Joe followed up on this thing that I would have never thought of, so, you know, good on him. And and that made me really appreciate him greatly and put aside some of my uh, past frustration mm-hmm. with him because even though we have different work styles, he's able to see the merits in his coworkers. Not just me, but I've, I've seen him do this for other coworkers as well when they're, you know, Uh, going above and beyond Hmm. and um, two other examples I have uh, my boss just this past week had uh, a personal issue come up so that he was unable to um, work for the second half of the week I hope that he comes back on Monday and everything's okay but Hmm. some of the other higher ups in in our office stepped in to volunteer to take on some of his workload Mm -hmm. which I'm sure that he appreciated and 
um, for the most part, our office was able to keep going without our boss uh, there mm-hmm. to shepherd us on. But like, there's definitely a, a need to support our boss at times, mm-hmm. you know, even though usually the boss is there to support you as, as a worker. And um, something that came up out of the blue, unrelated to all of that, um, one of my former coworkers at this job, she's getting married today. Oh. And, um, one, <laughs> and one of my coworkers uh, was taking around a little collection to um, help buy a wedding present for her. So even though she doesn't work for us anymore, we had a really pleasant relationship with, with this coworker. And, you know, this is just one way to show our appreciation for, mm-hmm. for her contribution to the team while she was with us. Wow. Yeah. Like there, there are many ways to see Christ in your fellow workers and to be like Christ mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, that's delightful. I appreciate yeah. that. Huh. Yeah. I've seen my boss be Christ to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's as, just... As you were saying. Well, there's also like, I brought good news and I felt bad. I felt guilty for feeling good. My boss was like, no. This is a good thing. You get to feel good. Mm-hmm. Don't feel bad about like take this relief and run with it. Carry it with you because this is a good thing, and you don't need to feel bad about good things that happen and like feel good about them. These things going on. It's just like no, this is this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Embrace it. Yeah. When when a burden gets <clears throat> taken off your shoulders, mm-hmm. and it's not anything that you did to make that happen it just happened beyond your control yeah it's definitely something to feel good about yeah mm-hmm. yeah seriously and it's not cuz i'm new in my field and it's just really nice to feel supported and not forces are trying to drive me up mm-hmm. but like okay let's Let's protect you from burnout. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, here's like these external forces that could create burnout. It's like, hey, embrace like that's these different factors that could be contribute to burnout are like going away. Or like, hey, we'll like help out with this. Like let's let's make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Which is a very different experience from your master's degree program. Yes. Because you felt burnt out many oh. times. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> but it's just something that's Joe, Peter, and I are all in career places right now, and it's, I'm at the beginning, Peter's his own CEO, (laughs) (laughs) and Joe is actually studying for a licensing exam to move up in his career. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of at a a midway point in, in my career, and like, if I pass this exam, then I'll really move up. As you said, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a, super exciting. Yeah, and I think that like God, we all kind of like hear God calling us to do each thing that we're focusing on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's certainly true. I, uh, for context, uh, <laughs> dear dear listeners, um, I you this, graduated. <laughs> I graduated. Yes, uh, and this spring I. I launched my own little side project to work on it full time. I host a comedy game show for Catholics. Uh, so if you're Catholic and like to laugh, or if you're friendly with Catholics and like to laugh, then, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> we got a place for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but it 
it was something I'm, I'm highly risk averse and so watching out on something like this has been a bit nerve-wracking and i didn't really expect to do this i i host a game show called game of favorites you can find it on twitch.tv slash ptony fridays at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern and for a long time i've wanted to do it full time but it kind of felt like oh maybe one day we'll we'll grow up to that size and we'll keep on working taking a leap specifically this at this stage in my life was wild i i had been job hunting last semester last spring and everything every all, all the doors i knocked on kept on closing unexpectedly there were a lot of doors that i expected to be very easy to to walk through like i was an intern at a place th that loved me a lot and they were always asking hey peter do you want to do you want to transition to full-time when you graduate and then when graduation time came they said uh uh, so so uh, tough news we're we're uh, at a hiring pause right now we do love you and we uh, one day come back please <laughs> we just we don't have a spot right now so that was wild and unexpected i have been planning on going on for my doctorate and being a professor but then uh there were a lot of things that came up in the education system where it just didn't seem like the right next step for me um, applied to some jobs, one at Steubenville. Um, they didn't get back to me. Ah, hi, Steubenville. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, just, just the whole town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no, yeah, not, not Franciscan. It was the city of Steubenville. No, it was, it was Franciscan University. Um, yeah. Uh, no, but it, it was just wild. And I remember on Good Friday, I was praying, and the thought of Game of Favorites full-time came back to me in a very strong way. And I prayed about it a lot, and I looked at some numbers, and I thought about practical <clears throat> consequences, etc. And that was where I found peace was to was to launch Game of Favorites. It didn't feel like God was saying this shall be the next step for you, but it was more of a uh, of an invitation. Like, hey, Peter, if you want, you could go for like a more regular, normal job, or if you want, you can take this big leap. Um, there's pros and cons both ways, but if you want to take this leap, I'm going to walk with you. Uh, and I don't know, I like adventures, so I took the leap. <laughs> uh, and it's been terrifying and exhilarating and confusing and formative and challenging and rewarding and lots of lots of adjectives. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been really great. I'm glad I took it. But certainly an unconventional career move a little entrepreneurial fun times we love it <laughs> so joe how do you feel god calling you in your career right now my primary duty is is to study for and, and hopefully pass this exam mm -hmm. that's that's my main task ahead of me in in my career right now and just to continue learning and and to become a better engineer mm -hmm. over time like it's as many of my uh, superiors have told me over the years, it's it's not something that can happen overnight. Even even if I read all of the textbooks, mm -hmm. like the the only thing that really helps to improve my ability or anyone's ability as an engineer is to do the work. Mm -hmm. um, so no amount of study is going to compare to actually applying yourself and and doing the work. Mm -hmm. So. 
taking this exam is a stepping stone, but for the most part, my career is a very long trail and not not a uh, you know step from point to point. It's just a very long trail and an adventure in its own way. Mm-hmm. You know, very different from Peter's adventure with, <laughs> with his chosen career path. But your trail has more dirt. <laughs> well, well, there are also rocks. There are also rocks. It's a in, rocky path. <laughs> it, it, it can be. It can be sometimes. Yeah, but uh, lately, I I found it quite quite smooth <laughs> as career good. paths go. That's and good. to uh, to bring it back to that centering prayer, that's one one big part of why it's such a smooth path is because. I try to keep my focus on um, serving God through through what I do with work. Um, yeah. It's um, that's part of what it means to live in the world in its current state. You know, like uh, God told Adam that he would live by the sweat of his brow, and so we have a certain natural calling to do hard work in this world. And life is a bit of a grind, and I don't. I mean, there's a difference between living in work situations that are truly taxing and unhealthy and and living in a work situation that's just challenging and hard. Like, there's there's balance there. But I think uh, it's good for me to remember often that doing hard work is healthy and good, and it's a way that we can honor God and grow closer to him. And hard work is good. Good work. Good, good yeah. hard work. Hard, yeah. hard work. Good, yeah. good. Just, just <laughs> contributing to God's creation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it kind of makes all the hard work that we put into it have a meaning. <laughs> because we're like, I think that this is like, this is where I hear God calling. And this is what I, like God is prompting me to do. And you like have like a general sense of the direction that God's leading you in. And it's like, okay, this has meaning. This is going to get me to the next thing that God's asking of me for me to say yes to. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Like Frosted Flakes, not sponsored. <laughs> but if you want to sponsor, just, say, just, just hit me up. <laughs> Priests and Frosted Flakes, if you want to hit me up, just, uh, just my door is open. I don't have a door. I'm I'm li- I'm a nomad right now. That's why Joe is hosting me. Uh, host- so I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm actually hosting Peter through Joe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right. So anyway, Mora, what? Now I know that you've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before about feeling called to your current place of employment. Yeah. Um, I certainly felt that way when I decided to start my my current job yeah back earlier this year the interview request came out of the blue i wasn't mm-hmm. looking for for a new position mm-hmm. at the time but a, a recruiter called me up and asked if i'd be interested in um in interviewing for a position yeah. and um that first interview went extremely well i you know, I thought that we had a good discussion between me and, and the recruiter. She passed me along to um, my eventual bosses, and um, I just had a maybe hour-long uh, phone interview with those two. Mm-hmm. And the same day that I had that interview, 
my mom at my previous job. Not, not my His real, work mom. Not, not my real mom. My work mom. I, Sorry, my, Katie. My, my <laughs> mom at my previous job. <laughs> um, she had just made an offhand comment to me. It's like, you know what you need, Joe? You need a new job um, on the same day that I had that interview. And that was a little signpost for me mm. from God, I think. And um, when I, I thought about accepting their eventual employment offer i i felt a great deal of peace like like what you've described about your your yeah. choice to to go with the uh job that you have yeah and just i'm sure that sticking with my previous employment would have been okay but mm-hmm. when when god gives you a sense of peace about something on a you know discerning a path forward yeah you know just just listen to that, I suppose. Okay. We did. Was there a question in there for me? No. <laughs> okay. No, I, I don't have any questions. I'm just spouting off. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because you were there when um, during my interview process, mm-hmm. and also during like me putting together my resume and fixing it up and um, making sure that it was no spelling errors. Yeah, um, <laughs> etc. Because when I first graduated, I didn't, I wasn't really seeing job openings, and then about like a month later, I started to see them. But I needed to just like spruce up my resume mm-hmm. and just like update it and everything. And then I applied to like nine jobs, mm-hmm. and I got six or seven interviews, mm-hmm. and then I went to five, and I dropped one in place of another one. Right. And so I had applied to both Catholic and Christian workplaces and secular workplaces. Mm-hmm. And I had three job offers in the end. Mm-hmm. In a matter of two weeks? Mm-hmm. And because the first job offer came the day after the interview. Mm-hmm. And the day before the interview, I was telling Joe, I'm like, yeah, so... I have this, like, 30-minute interview with them tomorrow, and then I have another interview, like, later in the day, and it's, like, whatever, because I don't think I'm going to work for them, and da-da-da, because mm. I just read bad reviews about them, and I was, like, I don't think I want to work there, but um, then that, you're, like, well, Maura, if it's a good interview, it's going to last more than half an hour, it's going to be, like, maybe an hour or so, they want to keep talking to you, and I was, like, I don't think that's going to happen, and then I was, like... <laughs> Hey, Joe, so my interview was 50 minutes. <laughs> and I kind of thought, that's probably a good sign. And then the next day I had a job offer, and they wanted to know by the following few days. Within the next business week, basically. Mm-hmm. And I asked them for more time because mm-hmm. I had other interviews. And I was offered a job during an interview. <laughs> because they asked me, why did you want today? Why didn't you want next week? I'm like, well, I have a job offer already. Hmm. And they're like, well, you have another one from us, too. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a Christian place. And I even went and I visited my current place and hmm. thinking, okay, let's like just like get a feel for the place. And I didn't think I was going to say yes. I But I took it to prayer. I, right after that, I met Joe for adoration. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, this is weird. I feel peace about this place, but I don't think it. Even though it was not a Catholic or Christian employer. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I just felt a lot of peace, and I had these other, then I did every other places, and the place that I'm at now is where I just felt very calm, I felt peace, and there, they also had other things going on there that were great, and so far, God has really blessed me with good bosses, good support, good um, professional development, and it's a place where I can definitely grow over the next two years, and... It's something that I had to explain to the to the place I turned down because <laughs> it was a Christian place, and they're like, "What do you mean you felt called? What do you mean by this?" <laughs> and then I explained it, and I'm like, "Well, maybe I need to learn something there. Maybe I need to meet somebody there. Maybe like the person I'm working with. I don't know, but God is calling me here for some reason, and I need to go find out why." Mm-hmm. And he took that very well. He still wanted me to work for them Mm part-time. But I need work-life balance. (laughs) So Don't want to work four evenings a week. No, thank you. No. But, yeah, I feel like I have grown as a professional with the work that I've done. And I felt great support. And I have never been afraid to go to a boss with a problem that I'm having or like, hey, I don't know what's going on here. And they're like, yeah, that's a really like, that's most people wouldn't know how to handle. (laughs) I'm like, okay, good. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been presented with some interesting situations Mm -hmm. with with your work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Peter, I think you've also dealt with some interesting situations. Like yesterday evening, having to improvise oh, in the yeah. face of difficulty. I mean, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's padding his resume <laughs> for himself <laughs> when he applies for jobs to himself. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it's a very different kind of, I mean, that was much more like a, of a problem-solving obstacle rather than like a, a person-to-person obstacle. Yeah. Um, but so last night, running the the game show the uh the internet blipped out about 10 minutes before the show went live (laughs) Uh, and it's hard to run an online comedy game show without internet we uh we figured it out and we did it (laughs) um i called into the the zoom call with my contestants just using like a a phone number right um and then uh i was able to I set up a hotspot so that my computer could like read the chat and count votes and do the little bit of internet stuff over that. And then one of my contestants that evening has uh, done some streaming before. Um, And so she did a screen grab of the Zoom call and broadcasted it to my channel for me. So it all worked out and it was it was exhilarating. It felt great, um, especially when it worked. (laughs) A bit of a panicky moment for sure, but it all worked out. And we, you know, I mean, uh, the show must go on. We we made a joke out of it, and um, yeah. And uh, honestly, it's it's interesting having an experience like that because I feel better set up for the future if there are future internet blips. Like I I have I have this card in my back pocket that I can play if I need to now. Um, and especially so so right now I'm taking Game of Favorites on the road a bit and doing a lot of road tripping which means i don't have as much control over Mm -hmm. things like what my internet situation is going to be so it's it's helpful to have that in my back pocket so thanks god for the trials um it worked out 
appreciate you. Um, it was stressful, but but we lived um, and, <laughs> to your greater glory. <laughs> and, and we solved the problem, and we and we had a show. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm Joe, and I were going to be co-hosts, and we were co-hosts. Yes, <laughs> albeit uh, we were disembodied voices that, as co-hosts. That's right, disembodied voices. Yeah, <laughs> which is you know, I mean, if you like being disembodied, jump into the chat. We'll just see your name and what you write. I am uh, very used to being a disembodied voice because I am one right now. That's right. Hey, <laughs> relatable content. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but Peter, I think that's something interesting to mention is that you have been finding, or they have been finding you, like these coding projects to make your work improve oh. and like enhance the mission of, that you're on. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, so I do a lot of coding behind the scenes because I mean I don't know like the whole the whole vision of Game of Favorites is I believe that as Catholics I would just like us to have better entertainment options than you know what the secular world offers especially in terms of values you know like we all like to relax from time to time and enjoy ourselves and that's good and that's healthy and that's you know part of being human right what's tragic is that our only options out there uh, tend to be things where the value system is, uh, you know, has different assumptions than than what we believe as Catholics. And I don't think it has to be like that. So Game of Favorites is a space to give entertainment to Catholics with a common base of values assumed. As I do that, uh, I'm trying to increase our production value because, you know, in some ways, like I'm setting myself up as a competitor against Hollywood and Disney, and they've got a lot of production value more than i do <laughs> for now watch it disney i'm coming don't, don't sue me um <laughs> uh, but yeah so i mean just the world of entertainment and the world of you know keeping things interesting always trying to find new little things to do to make to to make the show fresh and alive is a lot of fun and uh i mean i enjoy the coding aspect it's basically a bunch of logic puzzles um, but like recently I, I set it up so that we can have um, normally the show we have four contestants that are all independent and we see who does the best and you know you rank first second third fourth place but wouldn't it also be fun to have 2v2 games where you know two of the contestants their scores get added and the other two contestants their scores get added uh, it's a simple concept but uh, but then on the coding end it ended up being a real pain because um because my old code is amateurish uh but you know it was a great coding project and now we can do 2v2 games uh and oh. i think yeah i'm really excited Very for it cool. yeah i mean can you imagine just like we can feed off rivalries we're gonna have a steubenville versus uh benedictine game one of these days I'm very <sighs> excited for that um uh-huh. so <laughs> uh so, so there's another <laughs> yeah, yeah there's another nod towards you stupid bill where's my check yeah. <laughs> where, where's my where's my check <laughs> wow. uh, it's a bit yeah. it's a bit it's a bit but yeah no it's notre dame versus the world yeah <laughs> just about but i i think uh coding is definitely one space where in my work um, I can see very tangible results and it gives me a, a, a space to be creative and to always push myself higher and it's also nice because the effects of the code 
you know, impacts the audience, sometimes in more indirect ways. Um, like recently, I, I mean, maybe it's just like something that saves me time so that, you know, uh, I can devote that time to other things. And so that might be more indirect, but like, I don't know, f making the graphics a little more flashy. It's, it's very rewarding to be able to put things on screen um, and get feedback on what people like and what people don't. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just being a little space that makes people a little bit happier. It's, it's really rewarding work. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy it. Yeah. What an organic pitch, am I right? Hey, it takes all kinds. Like every career path is, you know, important. You know, yeah. And, like because we can all find a way to serve God, you know, through what we do yeah. in, our, in our work. I think uh, I've been pondering. Are you familiar with Strength Finders by any chance? Nope, never heard of it. It's kind of within the world of different personality systems of figuring out your temperament or, you know, like how your brain is wired. Uh, strength Finders, uh, they have a list of different strengths that people might have. And after you take the test, then it'll tell you what your top five strengths are. And the, the kind of philosophy that they assume behind the scenes is that, hey, we all have strengths. And sometimes we spend so much time just focusing on our weaknesses and our weak points and trying to get better at those that that we forget to develop our strengths. What if, as a community in general, we focus more on what we're good at and then lean on each other for our weaknesses? And I thought that was honestly kind of Catholic, you know, mm -hmm. like we are different body of christ some people are the eyes some people are the ears some people are the nose sorry to the nose um <laughs> sorry to joe's nose <laughs> a rather non-functional nose if I, <laughs> I may say i tell it's... people that i smell good but i don't smell well Huh. Mm. You can use that line if you I, want it. I can, yeah, because my nose is just on my face for aesthetic purposes. But but you can smell popcorn. Oh, wow! I mean, that's that's yes. Um. But the body of Christ, yeah. I I mean, we we can't all be engineers. I'm sorry, we can't all work with dirt. We can't all work with people. We can't all be making fool of, fools of ourselves on the internet. Um, but maybe some of us yeah. ought to, and we can lean on yeah. each other. Yeah. Not, not everybody is called to be a priest or mm -hmm. a parent or. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And I know that Joe has talked to me about like that everything he's doing in his career is in order to like support a family someday. And I think that a lot of people like that is like, okay, like that is the long-term goal with the career is like, okay, God is calling you on a path to be able to also support yourself not just like help others but like to support ourselves mm -hmm. and people that we love <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah it, i i really greatly enjoy what i do i i even love the work that i do but it's not the the purpose of my life i believe that i'm called to be a husband and father and uh my career is a means of supporting that yeah. role mm -hmm. and supporting you know the family that I hope for but uh, until I have that family it's just you know growing into that role of husband and father even if I'm 
not there yet mm-hmm. and and the work is uh, important but it's not my sole focus yeah because i i hope to you know serve god's creation through you know my calling as a husband and father mm-hmm. yeah yeah so now it's time for grounds to cover and peter has some thoughts i do <laughs> back in the day once upon a time, someone talked to me about uh, the offertory is a very special part of the Mass, where as a people of God, we bring the fruit of our hands mm-hmm. to to God and the altar. I mean, and back in the day, it was like much more practical in terms of the bread and the wine that were physically brought to the altar, though that, that came from the community. And, you know, it's kind of set up differently now, but it's still... It still is an opportunity for us to offer what we have done, the fruit of our hands, and put it in God's hands in a special way at that moment. And I remember hearing that and thinking, wow, that's deep. And I did it for a while, and it, it was it was grounding. It, it just helped, it helped give more structure and meaning to, to my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I don't know. I, it, like, as we've been talking, I've, I've just been thinking that maybe... Maybe it'd be good to bring that back, at least in my life. Um, and I want to offer that to everyone listening as well. During the offertory, just say, hey, God, this is what I did this week, and it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10 on Yelp. Or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 10, 10 out of 10 would praise again. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, man. I um, would just strongly recommend finding finding a centering prayer to start your your mm-hmm. regular work day with. Mm-hmm. Whether you do that uh, on your drive into work, when you first get up in the morning, while you're showering, you know, while you're enjoying a coffee or tea, as the case may be, mm-hmm. um, when whenever is an appropriate time for you to pray to God and offer up your day to serve Him. Then, mm-hmm. then you should definitely do that. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about the way that God calls us, and we can only follow by saying yes and just be like praying. It's like, okay, God, is this you talking to me? And then when you've that continual prodding and that peace, and then just like never be afraid to say yes to God and follow where you're, you might be confused. <laughs> like, why are you calling me in this direction? This is very unexpected, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I will follow. Um, and just if you see like a short-term plan or like, oh, hey, like, are you calling me somewhere long-term? And just, or like, what is your next career step? And how is God calling you to approach that? Like, okay, what's the next step in your career? What's the next way to go up? Or do you want to go sideways? Do you want to go start a whole new thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. I think usually. <laughs> at least usually. Maybe more. <laughs> Does God improvise? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll find out next time on Carol's Coffee House. And I think that's something, and something else to think about is like when you see a lot of doors that you think, okay these are for sure going to open for me. Like these are wide open for me. And then God just shuts them on you. And it's like, okay, God, you're trying to speak to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And in those moments might be, okay, you want me to take a leap of faith. Yes. Well, guys, thank you so much for um, tuning in. Please send any feedback, rate and review us. Um, send in your topics, any questions you have for these guys, and pray for Sarah to feel better. Sarah, I hope you feel better at this point while you're editing. Mm. Sarah, we miss you. We miss you so much. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.